Azoy. So we spoke last week about the the idea of connecting to Hashem and becoming doimet Hashem. Uh, the the lashon we gave then was like to fabil to fabring with Hashem to be able to have what so to speak uh, with a million so to speaks um, have what to speak with Hashem about that there should be some be able to connect to Hashem because there is his damnus there's some similarity between us and Hashem the similarity that we were speaking about then was um, that Hashem is a Hashem is perfect because he is from himself and after we have made ourselves perfect by doing our avoidance, so we are now perfect as well from ourselves. It's true that it's different than Hashem's because Hashem didn't start off not and then become, and ours did start off not and then become. But in this regard, at least it's the same, is that it doesn't come from any place other than Hashem, and our perfection doesn't come from other place other than ourselves as well, because we made it ourselves. That was what he said. It's a, a neurotic idea. I want to just explore... So a little bit of the of the depth of that idea, or or um, branches of that idea. We know that Avraham Avinu had ten tests. There's a medrash that says by um, the medrash says by the Akeda, it says by Yoimer Hashem El Avraham Leich. So it says it by the Akeda. It says it. It says it by Lech Lecha. So it says I don't know Ezu Mehem. I don't know which one is more beloved to Hashem, which one is a bigger sign. It would seem. Is it Lech Lecha Miyatzka Malatva Be'ezavicha, or is it Lech Lecha Alhar Maria and Shech Tietzka? Now, there are drushes given to explain what the Nisayin was Bechlal of Lech Lecha Miyatzka Malatva Be'ezavicha. Lechayrit, it's not a bigness. Go from the land where they all think you're a Meshuganah, and from the Maladcha where they're trying to kill you, and Beis Avicha, who's the one who gave you over to be killed, it wasn't Lechayra that wasn't such a major Nisayin. But left out from the entire list of Nisayinus, according to some Rashidas, and even if it even if it uh, is on the list, according to the other Maniyamim, but not it's not in this Shiloh, which is the biggest one, is the Nisayin of getting thrown into the Kivshan Eish. Um, again, according to many, it's not even one of the Nisayinus. How could it be that giving up the life of your son is harder, that is a bigger Nisayin than giving up one's own life? Now, now it's true. Again, there, there were at that point, there were many other factors involved because he had been told uh, that and that it seems that that's not Shaykh and, and Seichel was the whole way he came to Zakharev Hashem, so he's going to start down in his Seichel, then everything may be out the window. But... Uh, how can you just leave it off the list? So the Svazlama says a, a, a fascinating idea. He says, I mentioned this in the, I think the Chumashir, that, but I want to say it a little bit more about Rikhus here. He says that the entire world came into existence because of the Maimer Hashem, because of the Ratzin Hashem. Hashem wanted something and it came to be. The entire universe was brought into existence that way. The f- Right, 16 billion light years across, all with Kol Asher Boy came about because that's what Hashem wanted, with nothing more than the Ratzon Hashem. And anything Hashem wants happens. That's the way it is. There's only one thing in the world that Hashem wants that doesn't happen automatically. And that is a mitzvah. A mitzvah is clearly the Ratzon Hashem. 
Hashem wants us to wear tzitzis. Right? So the Ratzon Hashem is, we should be wearing tzitzis. So the Ratzon Hashem is, enough, is powerful enough to create the universe, but it doesn't get tzitzis onto me. I am not automatically wearing tzitzis. So what, our, what we understand, our understanding is that Hashem said, look, I, I wanted to be Bechira, I wanted to be choice, like we explained. So that's it. I'm not going to make people wearing tzitzis. So Zazan has explained that's not what's happening. What's happening is that the entire cosmic power that went into building the universe is unleashed on the wearing of tzitzis as well. And the whole Ratzon Hashem comes barreling down through all the Olamas. And it, it, it's there, it's ready to happen, except it stops right before this world. The Olam HaAsiyah, the world of doing. And Hashem stops it, so to speak, like the pen, right at the tip of the paper, right before it comes in contact with the paper. And Hashem says, he holds his hand back, so to speak, and he says, because this is my Ratzon, because this is something that's important to me, so I don't want to force it on you. Not just because I want to give you a mokoin to, to have an avoida. It's because I want to become a partner with you, not stam in zachin. I want to become a partner with you in the things that are important to me. You could be, you could write, I'm all, you know, uh, um, right, I have the, the Talmidim who want to make a, you know, they want to get a kasha with the rabbi. But they're very weak in learning. So to ask a good kasha, that's, it's very hard for them to do that. So they'll come over and they'll ask like personal questions. So, oh, Rabbi, how old were you when you started to grow a beard? What's pshat? They want to have a shaykhis. But even if I answer the question, it, it's, not, it's really a one-way shaykhis because they're interested. I'm not interested in really in sharing the information too much. And, and, uh, and, and, I'm not interested in being their friend. I'm interested in being their rabbi. So the, the whole, it's like, yeah, it's something. It's shaykhis. It's better than nothing. But, but it's not what they're looking for, really. Yeah, but you're, you're trying to educate them that they should grow or get... There's a goal. There's a common goal that, they, that you want them to reach and, you want, and they want to get there. Yeah, so the so, question is how to get to that. Right, so, so again, it's, of course I do answer the question, and, or if, I, if they ask a question that I want to answer... But I, I'll try to, to, to feel and understand that they're, why they're asking and to share something else, to ask them about their day and how, you know, I see you're interested in beards. When are you thinking about growing a beard? Whatever, something to try to, to, to facilitate that connection. Hashem could connect with us in Shtosim, so to speak. In other words, I, I heard Rev. Yankel Bender was once speaking camp on him and uh, he, he said over that there was a sefer that was put out about a certain, uh, like, I don't know what you call this, this that level of Talmud Chacham, a minor Talmud Chacham. Uh, you know, someone, a nice person who, who knew how to learn. Well, so he was Nifter, and his children put out, like a sefer of someone who was the And also they included letters that he had sent home from Yeshiva when he was in Europe. And included amongst the letters they sent home were, were letters to his mother where he talks about, like, his socks. And, you know, how many pairs of socks he has, and whatever. So, some people had big tainas on the mishpacha that they included those lines. They said, you're making him look frivolous. It's like, eh, that's whatever. Of course, you know, he wrote his mother, but you don't have to include every single thing that he wrote. So, Yanko Bender said he thinks they're very wrong. He says, he, he holds that it shows a tremendous sensitivity on the part of the bacher, that he understands that his mother wants to hear about his socks. 
Right? A lot of boys that come from yeshiva, the mother asks, so how is yeshiva? Good. Right? And that's the whole thing. Right? And a lot of husbands come home from work, and how is work? Good. Or not good. Whatever. And that's the entirety. And a, a relationship is built on shared experiences. And when you're apart, right, that the idea of Shana Rishayna, of being together during Shana Rishayna, right, some people think that it's, listen, it's the best year, might as well chaperayin as much as you can, it's downhill from there. Bechlal not, that's not, it's the, it's the hardest year, Be'etzem. You have two people who have very different ways of looking at the world, they're not yet in sync, and they're trying to build a relationship where they, they get in sync with each other. So the way you do that is by experiencing things together, and then, theoretically speaking, doing like a, you know, a debriefing afterwards. And you say, so, how did you take that? How did I take that? I understood it like, that bothered you? I thought it was so beautiful. And, and to, oh, okay, now I know something about the way you look at the world, and and stand to experience a sunset together, to experience a, a supper together, to experience a, a flooding toilet bowl together, is something that you can later in life go back, talk about, laugh about together. That's the relationship is built on that. So this Bakr understood that his mother is on the other side of the world from him, and she's yearning for the relationship that they had, and she can't have it. So he's sharing with her the, the daily zakh. He's not going to tell her a, you know, a rashba that he learned. He understands that for that he could do it. His father, his father doesn't want to hear about his socks, maybe. But but his mother can't connect him that way. And she connects through socks, so he talks about socks to her. And he held it was a big zach. Of a there's deeper ways of talking, connecting the old than through socks. So when a person, a person, it is a beautiful zach to talk to Hashem in davening about your dreams, hopes, aspirations, disappointments, um, conquests. And to say to say to Hashem, you know, I just today was I don't know I don't know what happened. I tried giving a share today, and every marshal I said flopped, and every it just did, it didn't go good, right? The oil was giving me the blank stare, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And you could, and it doesn't have to be with a bakosh at the end. Please make sure next time it doesn't come out that way. It could just be because that's how you build a relationship with Hashem. You talk to him as if he's listening, because he is, and you share with him. Your feelings. So that's that's beautiful. It's beautiful, and it's and it's it's if you someone can do that, it's a tremendous. It it opens a whole new world of experiencing Hashem for real in your life, and and someone who does it feels listened to. If you practice doing it, you mamish find you at the end of a Shemana essay, you feel like you were listened to, and 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 Hashem is much more real for you than He is for other people. Uh, but there's but Hashem do- limits on that and what you can connect with Hashem regarding. He cares about everything, otherwise it wouldn't exist. Him, but as far as you're concerned, you could as far as you can reach is only talk about Isaacs. Because the other day, what he does to create a human being, you can't do that. You oh no no Maskin. So now Hashem says, but I want to have a connection in a much deeper level. I want to be able to connect with you not just on your so to speak petty things, small things, I want to be able to connect with you about veltish zachin, about infinite zachin. So Hashem said, that's why Hashem leaves the mitzvah undone. And it's for us, when you put on tzitzis, you're not just, oh, Hashem said so, so I'm doing it. You have to recognize that you're becoming a partner in the Ratzon Hashem. You're because Hashem is in that action, it, Hashem is the engine, you're not the engine. You're the tip of the iceberg. You're where the pen hits the paper. But the whole ink and the pen and the hand doing the writing is Hashem. And you become his tool to bring his rotsin into this world. 
So you become a partner with him in Maisa Bereshis, really the Chlolis, and certainly in this in this Maisa, you become a Chalik of Hashem. You become a Chalik with Hashem. And, and now you have what to talk about on things that matter to him. And for real, and you really were a part of it. And it goes weiter, because as much as a, 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 a mitzvah is the rots in Hashem, but the deeper rots in Hashem in that mitzvah is that you should become a person, that you should become the person, as we're about to learn soon, who did the mitzvah, that you should be changed. The Pesach says, Nasa Adam. So some of the Mepharshim explain, who, right? Nasa means we should make. So Rashi brings down, he was being nimlach ba'malachim, he's asking malachim advice, whether he should do it or not. But others say, he was talking to, to man. I'm going to make the body, I will make the neshama. But you're going to make the person. We're going to be the ones who produce a person, who produce that person that Hashem really wants to have. And I, why does Hashem do that? Not just so that we can have done something and have earned an oil of but so that we become a partner in something that's so vital to Hashem, that's so important to Hashem, the most important thing to Hashem. What is the thing that is more important to Hashem than anything else? It's a test, Rabbi Yisrael. It's a Chazara test. The purpose of all of creation was lahetiv. So if, if, if we have no part in Hashem's ability to be mated, then the thing that is closest to his heart, so to speak, we have no shaykhs to. Avada will be able to talk with him about doing mitzvahs and, and saks. I will be able to talk to him about making people and people and, and making worlds, and we'll talk about making things also. But the zakh that in the inner recesses of the Rots and Hashem, the deepest Rots and Hashem, as far as we can touch Rots and Hashem, is that he should be able to be mated with us. And we have no shaykhs to the Yerushalmi does step one, and we do step two. Huh? So, but we're never at a matzah that we can do step one as well. Never to him. Although, there's a, whatever, there is a, a, a way. Uh, we'll talk about it. Okay, we're maybe. doing it for other people as well. No, and, and also for Hashem. I mean, not chasidish chasidus, but chasidus, the, the, the mahalach called chasidus is to intuit what it is that Hashem wants, and before, without him giving a tzivoy, to, to, to do it anyway. On a, on a certain madrega, that's, it's, Hashem calls it, doing, it's, that's what it's called, chasidus, doing chesed im koinai. That means I become the engine in the connection to Hashem, but it's that very connection. Getting back to the, the kasha, really that's the point we have to talk about in this, that's perhaps why the, 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 the nesoyin of jumping into the fire the word Kazdim is not, is not listed amongst the Nasyonis. Because as great as it was, that action came from Avraham. There was no Tzivoy to do that. You hadn't yet had any Nevoas from Hashem at that point. So, it, it's a little hard to say, because I don't have clearer eyes to it. I'm saying that on the level that Avraham did that was not Pshat of what... We'll have to explain of the level Chassidus. That he understood that this is what Hashem wants from a person. It was on a, a lower level, a darga lower than a mitzvah. The Hainu, how I can't bring myself to live knowing that I went against the truth of HaKadosh Baruch. 
It's life is not worth it for me, and that's a much lower. There's some people who life is without their dog. Life is not worth it for them, and they jump off a bridge if their dog gets hit by a car because life is not. I can't imagine living without without the dog, and 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 the chayna many other things that people. I can't imagine life without this thing. For Avraham, he could not imagine life, living a life where he could was not true to the reality that he knew that there's one God, and and if that means I have to give my life for it, then I'm willing to do that. But it was it was on the level of what we would call Rachmanis. It's coming from him. I cannot bear to live in such a situation, so I'm willing to give my life for it. In Cain, he's the then, then that's coming from him. That's just him. It's an expression of Avram's tremendous ahava for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, That life becomes meaningless without him, and there's no point in if I'm not living in in accordance with that, then then life is not worth living. But but it's still just coming from him. When you do a mitzvah, you're attaching to something much bigger than you. It, and that's why God We always feel it should be the other way. I took the suggestion from Hashem and I went and did it. Enemitzvah means it came from, from me. Exactly the point. It came from you, so it can never transcend this world. It's within the limits of this world. But when it comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's coming from the infinite. And you're becoming a partner with it. And that's what Olam Haba is all about. An Einem it wouldn't be rochuk to hear that Avada, they get schar, but the schar is in this world. Because, or something close to that. Because that's what it is. It's a mice of this world. It's a mice of me. And a Metzuvah V'yoyseh means I'm connecting, I'm connecting to Rots and Hashem. If Hashem didn't Metzavah you, so it would probably depend on how you would do it a little bit. If you, and it could sometimes be on the level of Hasidus, where I, I understand that that's what Hashem wants, but the fact that he was mitzvah with someone else. But if it's just let me chabrayin some schusim, why not? I see it's a good zach. Let me chabrayin schusim. So that's that's not that's about you. And that's that's a much lower that's a much lower level. You see, there's certain mitzvahs you're supposed to give kiddush for. You're supposed to die for. So there are times where if I can't live with you, then the whole life's not worth it. Either. I, we don't. I don't know that it's because it's not worth. It's because this, first of all, that's what Hashem said. And, uh, so you see what you can. I mean, in, in the case of, of uh, killing people, it's a svara. In the case of a desara, it's 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 taka because uh, to to get, to not give up your life, whatever. That's uh, it would be a repudiation of taka everything we believe in. But so there is a concept then that, that you can't do for the. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying it wasn't a real concept. It was a real concept. It just wasn't a tzivu Hashem. It's, it's, not, it's not the ultimate thing. It's, it's not. It's not even the level of a mitzvah. It's something less than a mitzvah. It's like a chumrah. Again, bederech ulai v'afshir, and uh, with uh, full recognition that it's not our place to say such things. I'm just uh, saying bederech afshir. So, but but I think this yisoid is so important, right? The Ramchal says that in Das Tfunas, he says the ultimate way to serve Hashem is the ultimate kavana that a person should have when doing a mitzvah is I I am happy to give Hashem the opportunity to do that which he wants, which is to give me the to give me to turn myself into a person who connect Hashem and thus allow Hashem to give me time. Because that's the Rosh Hashem. What about something you're not gonna have any benefit from, but you that someone else is gonna be able to do it? You're helping someone else that I mean I don't, I don't whatever. So those are always fake Zachim. Um, you and know, also something that's a but but Avada, no, no, that that would that would be part of this ultimate zakh. Yeah. A person who's who's who, if if you're emes about it, that you want Hashem to be able to give, 
So then it doesn't make a difference who he's giving to, you or someone else. Avada, you have to try to maximize his ability to give to you, but you also have to try to allow him to give to as many people as possible, because that's what Hashem wants. I think in such a case you would not you would make a calculation of Hashem's benefit. What you know, cost benefit analysis. Who? So it's not about you either. It's about what, who can better serve the Eved as well. Yeah, I'm saying the 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 chayach is overused. Uh, whatever. I, I it's so overused that if I was in my power and and uh, I, and it wasn't just something I'm saying. Well, it's just something I'm saying. So I would actually have. To, if it was in my power, I'd have to think about it and find out if it's actually. Makes sense to say, but being that it's not, I would say that if it was in my power, I would say that even in case that we should use it, we should stop using it because it pushes, it's so overused. The guys in yeshiva, right? Uh, no, I, I have to uh, write this, uh, I have a chavruso, it's not working out exactly, so I throw him under the bus someplace, you know, and then kill him just so that I don't have to learn with him, right? Because it's not so posh. Part of chayacha koidman is that you're, it's true chayacha koidman, but a large part of your is giving up some of what you have in order to help other people, and it's a, it's a very big part of it, right? As Rechaim Velazhina says, that the person was not came to this world except Lehid of Lachrini. It's uh, again, and that goes the other way too. A trem- part of being Lehid of Lachrini is to become the best giver that I can be, and I have to become the greatest person I can. But the two things have to be chasing each other's tails all the time. But the shaila is, is that if you want to be as dominant today, is it better that you put yourself in the amount that you can do step one and someone else can do step two, or no, you finish step two? It sounds the, the Gemara says Mishi because the the greatest shaykhs um, we have to Hashem, uh, the, the greatest thing that we say about Hashem is that nice So it sounds like uh, that in the end. The, the, the balance has to be that giving comes first. Nervous, as long as I can still grow, so then uh, uh, Shlomo Zalman, once a pacher came to him, he asked if he'd go to the chasana, uh, you know, they were the yeshivas in Yerushalayim, uh, he wanted to know if he'd go to Bnei Brak for a chasana, his friend's chasana. So Shlomo Zalman was like, how long is it going to take you to get there? And he was giving him a hard time about it. So the Bible's like, look, it's a mitzvah, it's a close friend of the chasm, like, you know, someone has to go, right? So, so someone's on the phone and says, he says, you know what? When I come for five minutes to a chasm, I get more mitzvah than you get when you're there for the whole thing. So the Bible's looking at him and like, okay, you're you, I'm me. I'm like, what? What do you want with that? He says, you know how it got that way? Because when I was a bachar, I didn't go to chasanas and bnei brak. Right? You know, there's a, you have to you have to really think it through. It's very easy to always say, you know, I'm gonna do chasanas. I always said in shaduchim, you know, not, <laughs> sometimes you only hear only one side of the conversation, but you could imagine that side. So, is he a masmid? He's a tremendous bachasid. Oh, uh, what a balchas! You're like, oh, okay, I know what that means, right? Balchas is code word for he's all you know. Anytime someone needs a ride someplace, he's the one giving it, and, uh, and that usually means that he's not so involved in the learning. Right? It, so in the end, it seems again that's what it seems, but that this is for bigger, you know, it's above my pay grade to mamish paskin it. But it seems that the the way we go is that it that the ikr is to give to others. But, certainly, up to a certain age, a person has to try to first turn themselves into the greatest plea that they can become, and then at some point they have to start giving. When I was offered my job as a rabbi, 
So I went up to Rabalski and I said, uh, um, should I take the job? So he said, uh, at your age, he said, yeah, you have to start giving already. He said, uh, you know, the koiches the, the, the of giving start to dry up at a certain point. And you have to already have gotten through your first five years being a Rebbe is the hardest. And you have to have gotten through that before, while you're still fresh. He says, if you're going to become a Dayan, so you stay in Yeshiva a little longer. Because you have to, you probably have to learn a little bit more. And, but, but basically, there's a, you know, by, by 30, a person should have already gone out to learn. And, and he, a uh, different Rabbi told me that uh, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky once came to speak. And that's after he wasn't already uh, Rosh Hashiva in the Yeshiva anymore, he retired. He was living in Mansi, but he came back to the Yeshiva. And he was supposed to be speaking to the Kail. And his, what he wanted to speak about was going out to, to teach. And, but they heard of Yaakov's coming, so they brought down the whole high school and elementary school and everyone. So he gave a general Torah, and then he said, okay, could the Kail please come up to the Besmash? Uh, Besmash Katan, and, uh, and he spoke to them over there. So my Rabbi was close to him. He went over and asked him, uh, he said, what, what's Pshat Rabbi? He says, Bakrim have to hear, learn, 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 learn. If you tell them teach, so then the, the way my Rabbi said it on a different occasion, when, once a guy decides he's going to be a 10th grade Rabbi, so every Gemara he learns, he figures, how am I, could I say this over to a 10th grade class or whatever he thinks it takes? And basically that's where he limits his brain. And the Ian to the Sugya, he stops at 10th grade level. And that, that, that is the reality. Um, you, you could overcome it a little bit. Sometimes like you prepare to a 12th grade level and then you cut some stuff out. But to, to prepare just to come unkoishal Sugya to the greatest of your ability, you don't do anymore because you already know how much you have to know. So, so he said, you can't do that. He says, Ober, uh, the time comes when you have to start teaching. Uh, and... And this this rabbi of mine, Rizal uh, is uh, is also a big Talmud, was a Talmud of Aaron. So I said, did Rav Aaron hold that way too? Or he held that? He says, no, Rav Aaron also held you have to go in and teach. He just, he said that that's not why we learn. We don't learn in order to be able to teach. You learn because you have to learn Torah. And how long are we going to learn for? I don't know. You shouldn't put a number on it when you come in. You're going to learn for as long as you can learn. But there may come a time we have to go out and teach, and there will come a time we have to go out and teach. And at that time, okay, you can no longer learn anymore, and whatever you can learn in your, your free time and your other time, and build on what you have already. But you have to go out and teach. You have to go out and give, give over. And, and that's the Matthias with all the Gomes. We see that's what they did. Every Kemat, Kemat, every single Godel gave up at some point in their life, um, stopped being a Masmid, and became a, a Batalim, as Pam called himself, right? And his rabbits didn't go crazy from it. And she says, I married a Masmid and I got a Godel. Right? But, uh, you know, and they give over a tremendous, it's taka, a tremendous Messias Nefesh. But it's not just, a, it's not a tremendous Messias Nefesh. It can't be that it's a tremendous Messias Nefesh. Uh, uh, I've quoted a few times now in, um, in the Chumash here, uh, Rav David Stam. So he, he has a word that says at the end of the Megillah, well, almost in the end of the Yama, almost, you know. what? <laughs> almost, almost. Right, so he says, that he says that um, it says at the end of the Megillah uh, that Mordechai was Rotzel Roiv Achav. So it says, uh, What's Roiv Achav? Most of them liked him. So it says the Mixas and Hedgen were Parshim Menu because he weren't in Madragas in Torah because he, wasn't, he was busy with this whole uh, palace intrigue. So 
and uh, you know, and you, you, and so people make big drushes out of that. You see, and you see, and you see. He says, "Lamaisa, it was mixes echov, roiv echov uratzu." So what's what what is the response to that? Look, I read true. Hashem loved his Torah. He would have he would have made him do that. So so um, so he he answers by quoting uh, the Major says that that um, oh maybe it, uh, I don't think it's Rostam. This word uh, maybe he quotes it. It's Rav Rav says the word for sure. So but okay no probably both at least Rav and maybe Rostam also that. That um, when Eliyahu heard about the Zerah and Shemayim, so he went to the Avais and they said, There's nothing we could do. And he went to Moshe Abeno and he said, Let's go see how it's sealed. Okay, it's cement. Oh, so something could be done. He says, Is there anyone at the door who's showing Betfila in the, in the Indian of Tefila? So he said, Mardachai. So he said, Okay, go tell him to go polarize with this with Tefila. So he says, You see, that came out that the reason why Mardachai had to do it is not because Hashem didn't want his Tyra. It's because he was the only one who could do it in that door. There was an Indian that he was the he was the Sar Hatfila, and and that's what they needed to pilot here. So it had to be him. So you can't have titles on him that I his Torah went down. That's not our business. Our business is not our. Hashem knows what each neshama needs for its hashlama. So uh, the result is a similar zach in regards to to what a person should focus on their learning. His avada. In, in a vacuum, there's like a Seder HaKadim and which things you have to focus on first. But it says, Lamaisa, people have Tchunas HaNafesh towards certain forms of Limudim. At least the Mekubalim hold, you're not, I don't know if everyone agrees, but the Mekubalim hold, you're not supposed to, if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. You have to go with your Tchunas HaNafesh because that's a, that's where your Hashlama Sanasham is going to come. This is a, a big Mavuk of how these things go and, 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 and Hashem knows how to arrange things the way they can. Again, under normal circumstances, you have to go with the normal Seder Akadema. But uh, assuming that you, in consultation with big people, a person can recognize that this is what he's supposed to be doing now, so that is how he'll have his Ashlama Sanajama. And so when Yudalim give up on their learning, it's because they would not, the way that they're going to reach the closest to the Kisa Akavid is by being a Godel and at this point giving up on their learning. And work on chesed, and that's what they do. They do chesed on tremendous oifin because stand through how much they love Torah and that they give up on it is, is a tremendous chesed. And uh, sorry. okay, good. Um, the the um, the the Masil Sharm also written by Mechal, and in Derech Hashem he does it as well. He doesn't. Cannot ever bring rias to the things he's saying. He doesn't quote Chazals that say like what he's saying. The Mesil Sharm, when he quotes Chazals, so like, oh yeah, yeah. Except if you look up those Chazals and look them up on the first to explain them, they never explain them the way he does. It's like, and sometimes Yoimim Velayla from the way he explains them. Now, in general, in general, uh, if you look, uh, certainly in the Svadish Shoinim, it's a different mahalach in bringing rias than than the, what we're used to, and um, it's a little bit more like if this is when they quote psukim as rias, it's a it's a siyua. It's look, I'm telling you this is right, and I'm telling you from seichel and from the Sarah. I'm bringing the pasuk that says also. Not I'm not saying that's muhrak from this pasuk, right? That's the, we're trained that if there's another way to touch pasuk, 
They're not, they're, they don't use psukim like that. If you go through Chosal uh, Vovois, um, uh, uh, and you just do a study one day, take out, you know, the first whatever, uh, skip the first Shar and Shar Beis, just go through the psukim, or even the The psukim that it brings us right, it's like every single one of them is like, I guess you could touch the Pasuk that way, but it's certainly not the only way to touch the Pasuk. Right? They use it differently than the Ashkenazic uh, um, uh, uh, Rishonim use Rias. Again, it's not Mamish like a Rias. So it could be that some of that is, that's what he's doing. Lamaisa, it, it just shows the MS of his ideas that like, without any Rias, everyone's just like, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing to argue on. Uh, a lot of them are very, you know, he starts off, right? Everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. That's a Zoyar. It's not a Gemara someplace. And uh, many of the Rias would be things that um, typically people would say, mm, I don't know if that's how who says we pass in that way. And uh, right, The whole Brisa that Mr. Shem was built on, right, the, the, the Gros said that the first 11 Suk, the first 11 Parakim, there's no extra words in Mr. Shem. So I think it was Rafutner or 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 Rafkatzka uh, um, One of them said, he said, I've added a whole safers like that. It's just the Gra has a different gears than the whole Brisa after the eleventh parak. So he's not going to comment on it because he doesn't hold the whole Brisa the way that the Mitzvah is touching it. And if you look there, the, the Brisa is quoted, I think three times, twice in, in Bavli and once in Yerushalmi. There's like a hundred gears about what the correct order and the things are. There's at least uh, on the page, there's like four different shotim in what each thing, how you should touch it. And the Zushan is is using it to ilu. This is the yusoid of his of his sefer, is this price. And it says, it says what he's saying. Uh, except according to everyone else, it's not saying that. I'm sorry. So, so Victor Miller once said, you know, he says, Mr. Shem says Zachin, and we all nod our heads as if it's Pasha. He says, the, the Bechina is, ask yourself, what would I have said before I saw the Mr. Shem? As soon as he says it, it becomes Pasha to you. And you, can't, you can't test yourself afterwards. So, he, he says like this, he says, uh, the paragraph we're up to is we're in the middle of paragraph, um, what they call here, paragraph Bays. These, um, uh, the, the second part of that paragraph, or second or sif, the al because Hashem wants to have, um, because Hashem wants to have a person have the ability to make himself, so uh, and create that perfection within himself. Al kain goes over see the shabaru in yonish shleimus v'yonish hisar. He created a a, a, a bria that has in yonim of shleimus and in yonim of hisar. So I'm not going to tell you, you have to write it down. Man. I'll trust you to remember what you thought. Just think in your head, what is Shleimus? What are Inyoni Shleimus? And what are Inyoni Chisar? And when he will later say what they are, see if that matches up with what you think they are. And that it's going to be a good test to see if, you're ta- if what he's going to say is a Chiddush or not. Again, after he finishes saying it and explaining it, so of course, of course, of course, Itaka fits so well into his system and everything that it becomes of course. But right now you should think, what 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 is what is Shlemus and what is Chizar? And and then let's see if it ends up coming out that way. The Tisbore Brioshi Yehei Tibore Brioshe He's gonna create a, a being who has the possibility of both of these things equally. 
It has to have the ability also to acquire that perfection and to remove from itself the imperfection, which you would need to do both. And then it would be called that it would have become similar to the extent possible to its creator. Now the next concept, which there's no time to say um, today, <laughs> um, is the most powerful concept that I know of in Hashkaf. In, in, it, it, it cuts through so many areas and becomes, if we get it, I dive in special today to be able to give it over properly, but uh, apparently I didn't dive well enough because I'm not going to get to say it. But I certainly want, I would half worked my skill. I didn't give it over improperly. But, 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 uh, just uh, as a, uh, uh, yeah, that's a little preview about what it's going to be, then I'm going to say a very important concept. And that is that mitzvahs and schar is not like getting tokens and then training them in for a prize. The reward is what happens to you when you do a mitzvah. You are not trying to create Olam Haba. Olam Haba is there. It's Hashem. That's Olam Haba. You're, you're trying to create yourself. And you're just trying to create how much of you there will be in Olam Haba. What type of person will interact with Hashem in Olam Haba. And... Therefore, like he says in Mr. Shem at the end of the first parak, which is what that whole parak is about, really, every dot counts. If it was tokens, so you could say, look, uh, you know, uh, I have 99 tokens, and the thing is 100. Come on, be normal, give it to me. Right now, of course, that makes no sense, but yeah, you could say with that cashbin, you could keep adding one and adding one. Like the Rambam says, right, with Averis, that the. Uh, Hashem ignores the first one, and then if you only have two, so he takes that one away, and then there's only one, so he ignores it. It's not like, and he says you cannot go all your verse that way. But with that, so, but if you understand, it's you. So if it's if if you're there, you're there. If you're not, you're not. It's it's not. If you haven't built yourself, so you're not there. That it's not. It's not a. It's not a punishment. It's a reality. Ganim is a punishment. But a lack of mitzvahs is just that. You, you, you're not there. Okay, we'll talk about mitzvah shabarichos. But, uh, again, it's such a powerful idea with a lot of... Uh, there's so much backing for it in Chazal and, and so many ideas within Yiddishkeit that are dependent upon that understanding of what mitzvahs are. And, and it, it's such a deep concept that if, you could, if we can feel it for real, we'll change the way we do service of it. Okay. Good